Good morning and welcome to Being the Change Now. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, Ashwini. Our assignment is to become aware of when if ego was talking last week and this week with an additional focus of expanding the awareness to observe how we're controlled by egocentric karmic conditioning self-hate in our interactions with others. In our exchanges with another person, we're noticing how we're caused to suffer by ego shutting us up or goading us on. Here's our first caller. You are now live. Wait, wait, Ashwini, wait just a minute, okay? Uh, I, I want to say something before we get started. And I've said this before, I've made this request before, I'm going to make it again with even greater enthusiasm. So when I came onto the call, the recording hadn't started yet. And people get on the call just carrying on their lives in conversations with other people in the house, just going along, talking, unmuted. Everybody else who has, is already on the bridge is listening to everything that everybody else is saying. So I would just like to offer a little picture to people. All right, If, if you've ever been to uh, some place that has a quiet atmosphere, say you go to church or you go to a meditation center or something like that, imagine that you're going to walk into it just talking, just talking normally to whomever you're with. That, that's what it's like. Okay? Would you do that? No. I doubt that you would. But you'll come on to this bridge, hopefully prepared to participate uh, in awareness practice with that level of unconsciousness. And I'm going to ask that everybody, now I'm not talking to everybody because 95 or 99% of the people who participate in this do it respectfully and with a level of conscious awareness that uh, we can all appreciate. But for those people who don't do that, would you please bring conscious awareness to this? Because it is disrespectful. And it's not only disrespectful toward everybody else who's participating, it's disrespectful to you. And in addition, we're all hearing you. So it's not like because you're not, <laughs> you're not hearing anybody else, everybody else isn't listening to you because they are. All right. That's as close to a Dharma talk as I get. So there we go. Let's Thank have you. our first caller. Thank you, Ashwini. First caller, you are now live on the air. Would you please? Oh, hi, Sherry. It's, hi, Ashwini. It's Karen. Hey, Karen. Hey. What do you see in? Well, um, the, uh, the, what dropped in was during meditation. It was, um, I get what stops me, what keeps me um, shut down is there, like I might go into a conversation with, intent, with an intention. I notice that a lot. Like there's an, like I'm, there's an intention to really listen or to be present and then and here's an intention not to give advice not you know and so then um so then what happens is ego will take that and um and then i'm it, it'll just you know like don't give advice it'll just talk to me don't you know don't do this don't do that it there it takes whatever my the intention is which i think is authentic and it um makes it into a rule kind of like um yes 
you know, something yes. I'm something that we're yes. working on to improve Karen. And um and and what I really what I saw what the maybe the insight was is it's not about any of that. It's just about just listen and be present. They're not they're well, just Karen Karen, if I may. It is about that. It is absolutely about that. Because that's how ego controls you. Right. And you're doing awareness practice, so you're getting to see that. Yeah. What, but what I mean is, what, what I meant by it's not about any of that, it's like the, the, that is exactly how I get controlled. But it's, I don't need to like go in with the intention of <clears throat> I'm not going to give it I'm not going to give any advice. Like maybe that's that's in awareness, but it's it's when I'm in the interaction, just to just to be just to sit and be no. present and listen. And <laughs> no, not, no, because no, 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 it's no, because it's doing it to you. It's doing it to you. You're you're okay. looking to conditioning for how to do this right. Yes. I and, see that. And all we're, yeah, and all we're doing is seeing how it all happens. Okay. Yeah, okay. So there yeah. you are. You have the intention. I mean, you know how you want to be in this, in this particular conversation that you're in. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know how you want to be. You want to be aware and present. And, and so some of the things that would flag you that perhaps you've gone unconscious is if you start giving these people advice, telling them, uh, what whatever is going on, and that flags you. Oh, I think I've slipped out of conscious awareness. I think I'm probably identified here. Okay, that and that's good to see, right? That's why you're doing this, so that yeah. you can see all of that, not yeah. so that you can yeah. become ego's uh, version of the perfect person, which is right. never yeah. going to be allowed to happen. Yeah, and it, I mean, it becomes, especially if it's something around health and wellness, um, it's just amazing. There's, um, it's amazing how I'm caused to suffer around um, when I see, well, I mean, it does become all about well, me, you know, because yes. it's... Yes, and, and, and if I may, if I may, because... What, 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 that, what that is, I project, attempting to offer you, is that you have no peace around sickness and death. Wow. If yes. you did, yeah, if you did, then you would be able to let people make their own choices and decisions in the same way that you can let them make their own choices and decisions about which car to buy or uh, where to go on vacation. But this is an area in your life that is so loaded for you that you are made to suffer over other people's choices. Wow, well, that feels really big, and I need to get that it on is. the recorder because it is. I have never, <laughs> it is ever huge. that, that um, I could see how it was about me, but I've never seen that. And um, Okay, well, you've got, you. a, you've got yeah, a, you've got, yeah, you've got a direction to explore. So thank you deeply. Thank you.
You are so welcome. All right. Yes. There she goes. Gotcha. Thanks, Karen. Here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hey, it's Erin in Massachusetts. Hey, Erin. Um, so uh, all of the stuff that we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks led me to something this morning where, you know, I was, I mean, I was like on the yoga mat and I was, you know, hearing the Zoom yoga teacher talk to me and I was, and my dad was here last week talking to me and I think a lot about work and all this stuff and I suddenly felt like there was this big, I don't know what the word would be, like this being enveloped with like a judgmental voice that was just telling me how I should be and how I wasn't and all this kind of stuff. And it was like the first time I sort of heard, I I could, I felt really like all that is ego and it is really not me. And it's, then I was just sitting there like innocently doing yoga like I do every day. And, And that felt kind of big. Because I was in, I'm in a big conversation with that character that is telling me what I do that is good enough or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, so if I'm hearing you right, Erin, this was your one of your um, sort of those immediate experiences of noticing this uh, programming, right? This judgmental mm-hmm. programming. It became really, really clear that was not you. That was something that you were enveloped by that you have a relationship with through your attention. And that it was yeah, always yeah. telling you about who you should be and what you should be doing. And not only that it wasn't me, but it wasn't the humans that I projected were directing it at me, uh-huh. right? Like, wow. mm-hmm. the, like the neighbors or the yoga teacher or my boss or mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. any of that. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a startling place of clarity, right? Because uh, what what they're they're saying to you is one thing; what you're hearing is a different thing, right? And that 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 when we are paying such close attention, the disconnect between that is our clue that it's all ego's projection. It's not actually mm-hmm. that person. And yeah, it's a, it is really big because it it gives yeah, us that. Yeah. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, like, it really, like, you, I hear you all say things about ego, like, like, it's never going to let you win. And while, you know, while I can see that, like, I felt it this morning, like, I felt it. Yeah. That was different. Yes. You had the experience, right? Mm -hmm. It's different between an intellectual, okay, I get that, or I understand your words, and I have a sense of what you're talking about, but suddenly I see it for myself. And that's the mm-hmm. transformation, because that can't ever be taken away from you. I mean, conditionally, right. I try d- to uh, sort of plaster over it, but it's, uh, it, it's, that felt sense of it is really big. And I did, in the, I just for the record, I'll say that I, I immediately recorded. I was like, this is the thing that I'm supposed to be recording about right now, Mm-hmm. So that I can go back and listen to that because I don't want to lose this feeling, um, and yeah. And and you know, Aaron, as you practice with it, as you practice within quotes, you realize that you do right. You move away from that clarity, mm-hmm. and then you come back to it, and that's just part of the process. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Um, so, yeah, and, and I'll, like, we've been talking about conversations. I think mostly people are talking about conversations with people, but that enveloping judgmental force, like I'm in a conversation in my mind with that character, and it was this morning that I finally was like, whoa, I'm, I don't have to be in a conversation. Like, that's all made up. That's like something in space that doesn't exist. Yeah, and suddenly conditioned mind and the voices of conditioned mind and uh, egocentric karmic conditioning self-hate become real. I mean, not real in that sense, but unreal in the sense of, yeah, that's why we call it a conversation. There is a conversation mm-hmm. happening and it's happening in my mind and it it's feeds mm-hmm. off of my attention. I don't have to engage with it at all. That's what I'm at listening all. to most of the time. Yes, exactly. Yep, yep. Okay, so I just wanted to report. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's what we're going for. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, as Aaron said, and as you, as you reflected, uh, once, once we have that direct experience, once we see it for ourselves, all of the things that people have been talking about falling, oh, right, oh, that, yes, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. And it's not like we didn't understand it before, but suddenly with that direct experience, it's real. And as you both said, it's not, it's not real. It, the, the unreal <laughs> nature of it becomes real. Mm-hmm. Yes. To us, real to us. We, we see it for what it is. We see the imaginary nature of it. We see that it, it only lives in our head, and it is a conversation. It's going on all the time. Well, you this and you that, and you should this, and, well, I, and I don't know why. <laughs> That's the world we live in until we see it for what it is and begin the process of stepping back from it. Mm-hmm. And the I is as much yeah. a part of the conversation as the you. Yeah. Yeah. All right, here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Jan in California. Hey, Jan. Hi. What are you seeing? Oh, amazing conversations this morning. And um, I know. What I've, <laughs> really. Um, I've seen a couple things that just sort of knocked me back uh, in a good way. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. One is a tendency that I have, that not I, well, that's what I got to see, that I've always believed was really me, and it's something that's led to self-hate. Um, I was cut off pretty drastically by another car when I was driving the other day, and that car happened to pull into where I was going. And (laughs) I was told it was my obligation to talk to that person, that it was really important that they understand that they really blew it, blah, 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 blah. I've always believed that. I, I mean, and, and of course, self-hate comes, you know, follows that if, if that's carried out in any way. So that was, it was just so wonderful. And then on the other side of it, not speaking, I was with a group the other day in a group activity, and someone that I, someone came up to me who has a tendency to talk a lot, and I don't, I've been told I don't enjoy this person. That's the message I've always gotten mm-hmm. internally. And um, mm-hmm. I didn't speak. 
I barely spoke at all to this person as they were talking to me, and I don't think they noticed because they do talk a lot, but that wasn't the point. The point was that I was getting to see that I was being stopped because um, I, I hate to even say this, but the message seemed to be something along the lines of, um, this person isn't worth talking to because all they do is jabber, that kind of thing. And it was mm. just like, whoa, mm-hmm. in both situations. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Just, this is huge. This, is, this has been running my life at some level for a long time, these voices. And, yeah. So, well, and, again, and, and yeah, Jan, it, well, just if I may, just a reminder that you, you're, you're not alone. Right. Again, you know, you're having that direct experience that Aaron was talking about because you're paying such close attention. But that that's 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 what that's what operates society. Oh, those kinds of messages. This person is worthwhile. That person isn't. And I don't even have to know why that person isn't worthwhile. I mean, it could be anything. It's the color of their skin. It's where they live. It's uh, it's their education. It's where they work. It's. Um, and then these people need to be sorted out because this is what's wrong with them, and they need to know it. Yeah, I, I mean, can't you just it. kind of see every every movie, every television show, every novel, every uh, everything in the media? It, it comes down to that: who's right and who's wrong. Yes. Yeah, and it also points so clearly to what several people have mentioned in the last night's radio show, I think in, in our, in the mornings um, of the projection, the importance of that in relation to projection, because it helps explain why I or anyone sees the world the way they do at different times yes. because we've bought yes. into it. And uh, yes. so just yes. what well, a great practice and, this has been. And additionally, the, the place that we see is so important in practice is that's, that's not you. Neither one yeah. of those reactions is you. Now, no. because, because you're in touch with authenticity, you can watch that process happen. And, of course, you've also been through the layer of, yeah, well, <laughs> look, look at how you are, Jan, uh, <laughs> as ego tries to get us to own what it is and what it's doing. It blames us for what it is. But staying in that place of conscious compassion and awareness, just seeing it do what it does, realize, well, that has nothing to do with me. I really don't want to act out of it. And I could, and I have. Yeah. It's so strong, and I just, oh, I, I, I wish for the world to have this practice, you know, to, to be able to yeah. see what we're being guided to see and the freedom in that. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And Thank we you. can also see, uh, Jan, we can also see why this is never going to be popular. Yeah. Because it's pretty ego... Yeah, well, ego, which is dominant, the dominant force in almost everybody's life. Now, somebody could say, well, that sounds judgmental. It's not judgmental. I, I can say that <laughs> because I've watched that trajectory in myself, and I've watched it in thousands of other people. We start out really believing that that ego is what we are and that we are seeing the world accurately, 
And then as we practice along and we get that kind of direct experience of, mm, no, actually it isn't, and we see it for the conditioned program that it is, and we realize, but it's, it's a, <laughs> I don't want to discourage anybody because it's a joyful process, uh, but it's also a slog, right, going up against the ego and having to face what the ego says to us and about us when we don't go along with what it wants. Yeah. Ugly. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's, um, well, a lot of gratitude. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jan. Thanks, Jan. And here's our next caller. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Oh, hi. This is Rob from hey, Pennsylvania. Rob. <laughs> I really didn't want to be um, um, picked or whatever, but um, but I'm glad for the opportunity. Uh, so uh, so I, I've noticed, you know, a lot of things, and and you know, one of the things I notice is that the more closely I listen to the radio show, the more I notice about my experiences. You know, it like opens, I mean, it's, well, it's sort of obvious, but as I become more and more present, the awareness is just like explode. Suddenly it's like, oh, I saw that, I saw that, there's this, there's that. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing. Mm-hmm. So the closer you pay attention, the more you see. And I project, right. right, Rob, that when the filter that we've been talking about, this veil of, uh, of the, con- of of receiving something through conditioned mind falls away because that conditioned mind filter is a limit, right? It controls what you see and it tends to be the same thing over and over again. When that falls, when your attention is on awareness, all these things that weren't seen before or are available to be seen, you're here for. Yes. And sometimes my experiences, there's so many of them. There's suddenly so many of them that it, it, it's difficult to even describe the awarenesses. Like they're just boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we don't need to, right? We have that. We live in just the inciting, in a process rather than that conditioned way of, okay, well, I saw that. Now I'm going to have to record it and report it and describe it and articulate it. But it's sort of like just living in the process of inciting. Yes, yes. So uh, related to the, to the topic, um, I just had a telephone call right before the, the radio show. And, and uh, so what I notice is when I start talking on the telephone, I completely lose track of the time. Mm-hmm. And my practice has been to set a timer. And some of my friends know this. And they set a timer for me, which is awfully nice of them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, and, and list everyone else to assist you, right? Yeah, I well, which of no course is that. the the uh, the universe coming to help me, yeah. uh, because I just state that you know I, I I'm just honest with them that I, I do get lost and we could easily talk for hours. Mm-hmm. So um, so right before this call, I, I did have the experience. I mean, it's two relatively simple, but in many ways very profound things. One was that it was time for the radio show. And my friend was talking, and I had to um, know when to when to stop it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I and you know, I 
I don't know if I did that well. All I know is I noticed at the time thinking like, I want to stop this. Uh, I need to stop this because I want to go to the radio show. And I know it's going to be okay, but I'm not sure how to say it. Mm-hmm. And then I just said it. And then it was fine, of course. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's so, you know, Rob, the thing that I'm hearing most about your practice is to have your own experience, right? You're actually practicing, not deciding how it's going to be and executing on some predetermined course of action. So there's a, 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 an awareness that you go unconscious with time. And so then there is a way to assist yourself in not doing that because that's what you want to choose. And so you set a timer and you actually share your process and, and then, you know, the universe responds in its friendly way, recruiting other people who will assist you with that. And there's that, uh, that um, translating the intention into the skill of being able to gracefully exit a conversation. If we are not practiced in that, we get to practice it. And you don't know how that looks. So you're aware that you want to stop the conversation. You're not aware whether you did it well or did it, you didn't do it well. But you know that that's the intention. And there is life ready to speak for you. And you give it the good college try, <laughs> right? From right. that place of I can't make a mistake because all I'll do in this process is learn from it. Yes, yes. Th- there is one thing. Now, I, I don't know if this is sort of a ego process, but... What I do try to think, it's much easier if it's someone that I know and I like, but um, is, am I coming, am I doing this with love? Am I doing this from, from a sense of connection? Yeah. Um, that seems to, if, I, it always seems like if I could just get to that place, then it doesn't matter what I say. It'll just all work out. It's going to be fine. Yes, because, there, because you're in the process of fine, right? You're not in the process of something wrong, so by definition it has to be. I think it's uh, Bhagwan Sri Rajneesh, anything done from awareness is always good because it comes from goodness, right? There is no process that judges that. And so to be, to be uh, attempting to come from that place, if nothing else puts you in that place. Now, if that encounters uh, ego on the other side, then that's the other person's experience to deal with and to wake up from, right? But the, the intention uh, for you is to come from that place of, okay, well, this is the, the kindest way I can express this. I'm well aware that it might be awkward or whatever, but from, from where I'm coming from, it's the kindest place that I can come from. Yeah, and, and as you say that, my, uh, the, I guess the other thought was that, um, well, ego says, of course, that, Oh no, there could be these problems, blah blah. It go, you know, it always anticipates all these problems. But my experience is that if I come from a place of love, it almost always works out. Rarely does the other person miss 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 that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Precisely that. If you come from love, I'm, well, and I think the point you're making is we don't ever have to believe what the voices say because they always anticipate that something will go wrong, and we're pleasantly supli- surprised because when we do what. Uh, life is prompting us to do, oftentimes it doesn't have the result that conditioning promises will, will be the result, right, or threatens us with. Right, right. And, and my, process, my awareness practice is recognizing over and over and over and over again, uh, ego says this, but then actually it's not true. Yeah. yeah, we get to find out at least. Yes, we get to find out. It just, yes. Uh, yes, we get to find out. Yeah, all right. And, and we realize, I think what you're saying over and over again, 
You want to call ego's bluff so that you can have the experience of your life. You can have your life, and then you get to be with whatever arises uh, in, res in, in response to whatever happens, right? It's not like a rigidly controlled program that your X and then Y results. It's, a, it's, a, it's just unfolding. Yeah, just unfolding. I used to call it flailing in the wind, but it, it doesn't feel so bad anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When we lose the self-hate, right? The assessment that comes in and says this this is not how it should be, then we we have a lot uh, a, a bigger tolerance for how it is. We learn how to be with how it is. Yes. Yes. It's comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Rob. Thank you. Sherry, it's uh, two minutes yes. to the end of the show. Shall we try to squeeze in one more caller? Well, I'm not good at squeezing, Ashwini, as we know. I, you know, and then we're four or five minutes past oh, the hour. So right. uh, maybe, maybe not. Okay. You know, uh, I, I, I do, do want to comment, though, on, on what you two were just talking about because it's so, it's so it, it points to the fun that practice is. So the voices say, and this and this and this is going to happen. And so we do whatever, and that doesn't happen. Hmm. To, 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 <laughs> to start enjoying the, the, the number of times, the consistency with which ego is wrong about everything. Hmm. Yeah. And, and, and as awareness practitioners, to really understand why, why that is always the case. Because ego comes in after the moment. So it's always operating in an artificial past and projecting into an imaginary future. Right? It has no idea what's going on in the present. And so <laughs> if somebody is, is trying to speak to what's happening now from the past or an imaginary future, there, the, the the odds that they're going to be wrong are astronomical. And we get to really enjoy that with ego, to prove to ourselves that ego has no idea what it's talking about, that it knows nothing, and that it's wrong at least 99% of the time. Once in a while, it's in quotes right because everything in life is not brand new in every single second. Right? There are a lot of things that seem like they're really kind of the same from day to day. I, I usually get hungry to eat breakfast. Okay? But it's not, it's not genius on ego's part to be able to, um, to point that out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah it, that it, it's, it's never able to predict the moment because yes, it's not never. in the moment. It can't. Mm -hmm. That's right. And the moment is always brand new. It, that's hard for us to grasp as conditioned creatures, but there, every moment is completely, absolutely, and utterly brand new. So we can't know anything about anything, but we can learn to be here for it and to enjoy it because we are unfolding with it. Mm, yeah. It's so relaxing. All right. So relaxing and fun. Yeah. Enjoyable. All right. Well, thank you, Ashwini, and thank you, everybody. Go happy. Go happy.